From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs and Merry Christmas. This is a special show for you on Christmas Day. We are wishing you the best for you and yours. We've had a great year, and this is really the culmination of it. It is uh, a Wednesday show, so we have a crossover for you. We're going to talk about the Raiders. Chris got to talk with Q, the host of the Locked On Raiders. And they're going to go over a couple of the facets, but I just want to take a minute uh, to say thank you to all of you for the year that we've had. We are approaching a million listens in 2018, and if everything goes the way we plan, we are going to hit that by the end of the year. So very, very thankful for all of you and all of your time listening. And I just want to say that now. There is a little bit of news. DJ Swearinger cut by the Redskins after some uh, negative comebacks, criticizing the play calling on the defense there in Washington. Uh, was a lot of rumor, uh, and particularly from Sam Mellinger, that the Chiefs were going to put in a claim. Haven't had that confirmed, but uh, regardless, it appears as of late Christmas Day that Swearinger is going back to Arizona. They put in a claim, a very early claim, uh, to get a player back that they had in their franchise earlier on. Uh, and that makes sense, uh, building for the future. Uh, a player that you feel like maybe you let get away uh, in the past makes makes some sense. Uh, doesn't seem like the Chiefs ever really had a shot, but it was interesting to note that uh, Sam did have some information. The Chiefs were pursuing it, and I assume that meant put in a claim. But regardless, uh, they will not have him as any new help for this defense going into either uh, Week 17 against the Raiders or the playoff run. So keep that in mind. And this Raiders run really is a playoff game. In order to secure the number one seed, they have to win. It is a must win. And it's a good way to end the season, but still uh, against an old foe. Chris caught up with Q, the host of the Locked On Raiders, and they're going to talk that through. And welcome back to another episode of Locked On Chiefs. And we have the Raiders host as well. Q, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, getting ready to wrap up the regular season. Uh, it's been a very interesting regular season for the Raiders, but uh, you know, can't wait to get to the off season, but got one more game to go and you know who it's against the, the hated division rival chiefs. Well, there's absolutely no love lost there. Uh, I can say the same thing to you. So, uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, I will say this. We are recording this before both the chiefs and Raiders game because of Christmas. So, uh, just a heads up on that, but it looks like Kansas city can wrap up the one seed with a win against Seattle, which completely changes the way this game could go. Yeah, it does, because if the Chiefs do wrap up the division and wrap up the one seed, like you mentioned, then, you know, they might have some starters that they rest and You know, it may be a different ball game, but ultimately, I believe it's Raiders Chiefs. It's Kansas City. It's the last game of the season. You know, I mean, there might be some guys that are not in the game, but the hatred's still going to be there. You know, I mean, it's still a rival. The fans are still going to go out there in droves and be ready to scream. You know, the, the Raiders, the Raiders, the fans of Raiders City, they're going to be ready to rock and roll as well. So it's, even though the, the game might not mean as much, and obviously it, it doesn't mean anything for the Raiders because, well, they only got three wins so far on the season. Uh, you know, it's just, it is what it is. You know, I mean, you got to go out there and you got to play that final game. And against a division rival, man, it's always fun and exciting. Well, and I will say this, I think it means a little bit to the Raiders because if Kansas City somehow, some, if Kansas City finds a way to stumble on Sunday night football against the Seahawks, the Raiders can ruin the Chiefs season, uh, in Super Bowl aspirations because a win at Arrowhead for the Raiders next week puts them at the five seed in the playoffs. So, uh, big thing there. I have to ask you though, how are you feeling about your team after watching this season and, and seeing what they've done so far? Well, I mean, it's not ideal. Obviously, it's not the way that any Raider fan wanted to see the season go, but I mean, it is what it is at this point. You know that it's an absolute 100% rebuild. 
and you hope that the 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 uh, you know the, the decisions that are made in the offseason are the right decisions. That's the only thing you can hope for as a Raider fan. You realize this season stunk. Uh, there was a lot of high expectations with the return of John Gruden. Didn't go the way that uh, it was planned as far as fans go. Uh, the team, who knows how they had it planned. Uh, you don't know where the team is going to be playing in 2019. That's another question. You know, I mean, there's a lot of questions up in the air. But as far as just personnel and what the team may look like in 2019, you feel like they have a lot of ammunition to be able to go out and get the right pieces. But, you know, the hardest part of it is going out and get the right pieces, just like what the Kansas City Chiefs did when they went out and they uh, they traded up in the draft to go select Patrick Mahomes. They believed he was the guy of the future. Well, clearly he is. That was the right decision. The Raiders have all that ammunition in the first round of 2019 of the draft. They got to go out and make some good decisions as well, and then they can they can like fast track the the rebuild process. But they got to hit on those picks. Well, and I'm glad you bring that up because I have to ask the question: Do you think that Derek Carr is the future of the Raiders organization? Because to me, I almost wonder if with all the ammunition that they have, if they're not going to go and select a QB in this draft. You know, I thought earlier in the season that there was a good chance that uh, he was going to be moved, you know, be traded. But I don't think that John Gruden wants to start over. I don't think John Gruden wants to go ahead and try to teach another quarterback his system. Because if you've seen, it's taken Derek Carr all season long to kind of learn his system. And as of the last, you know, four or five weeks, he's been a lot better than he was before. Now he's kind of on point and you can see where they're on the same page. I do believe that this is the thing, that he'll get 2019 to prove that he is the guy, that he'll, uh, you know, he, he, he can have that season and show that what he can do and, and what it looks like to have John Gruden as his play caller for a second consecutive year, which he's only had in his career one time. So uh, if he could do that and have a big year in 2019, then absolutely he'll be the, the quarterback of the future. But if he is given 2019, which I believe he will be, and he falls flat on his face and does not do do very good and throws you know uh, eight interceptions in five games like he did in 2018, then, yeah, I can see him being fast-tracked out the door. Well, and you bring that up in the real question and what you're talking about when it comes to picks is they have three first-round picks. Uh, that could completely change the franchise moving forward. Obviously, this game isn't going to involve those first-round picks, uh, but it does. it is going to affect seeding a little bit. Are you thinking that Oakland is one is trying to get higher in the draft, or do you think that they're going to be happy with where they're going to end up, knowing that the picks that they got no, I think that they're going to be happy where they're at. I mean, there's a lot of talent in this draft coming up in 2019. I've already been uh, diving deep into that. And really, there's a lot of defensive of, of uh, talent in the draft. And the Raiders need a lot of help defensively. They're going to need help offensively as well. But there's a lot of talent going to be in that first round. So I don't think it matters if you pick first, if you pick third, if you pick fifth, if you pick seventh. You're still going to have an opportunity to get a really good player. And so the Raiders, they just need to get three really good players or if they find some way who they think is an absolute dog and they could just trade up and, and maybe get, you know, some guy, they do that. You know, there's a lot of time between now and then to make the decision on what they're going to do. But regardless, if you have those three picks, like, like you mentioned, obviously one's going to be a top 10 pick and the other two look like they're going to be in the twenties. That's fine. Go out there and get you three first round players, guys that you could have under control for basically five years of their career. And then you go from there, but you got to get guys, you got to hit on it. You, you cannot miss. You cannot go and get Robert Gallery instead of grabbing Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, you can't go and get uh, uh, Jamarcus Russell instead of Calvin Johnson. I mean, you have to absolutely hit on those picks. Yep. I agree. Now, looking at this game on Sunday for Kansas City and Oakland, how do you see it shaking out? Uh, and obviously, we don't know who's going to be playing for the Chiefs, but do you think that Oakland is going to come into Kansas City and uh, steal a victory? You know, it's going to be really difficult because the simple fact Derek Carr struggles to play in Kansas City. 
He's just not very good in, in, in Arrowhead. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people aren't because Arrowhead is very loud. The fans go out and they represent. They do their thing. Uh, Derek Carr's traditionally not very good in the cold, uh, you know, and there's opportunity for the game to be colder, colder weather. And, I mean, you, you, you wonder who's the talent around them. You know, the offensive line has been pretty much shambles all season long. Uh, and so you don't know who's going to be out there and if they're going to have a solid front five. And, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs, you, you know that, uh, you know, your team has – a lot of guys that can get after the quarterback, you know, and so that's going to be something that's going to uh, that's going to plague Derek Carr. He's been a sack more times this season than any other season in his career, so that's not that's not good looking forward. But uh, I think that they're going to go out and get, they're going to have a puncher's chance. Uh, depends on what what the Chiefs look like. Depends on who they roll out there as far as their their personnel. I I think there's a chance for the Raiders to to, to win that game, but ultimately, since it's in Kansas City, it is still got some pride on the line, regardless of you know what the Chiefs are playing for at that point. I think that they probably pull out the victory and get the season sweep of the Raiders. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to do an actual prediction on what we think the score is going to be. Uh, And I have a couple of questions for you about the Raiders. Are you looking to reach new customers? I could be mentioning your business right now. Podcast listeners are 60% more likely to interact with their sponsors than on web pages or other forms of media. Our demographic is 98% males and offers more opportunities than traditional media audiences. Have your company sponsor this podcast today. Email us at LockedOnChiefs at gmail.com. All right, before we get to score predictions, uh, my question to you is, how do you see this defense playing against this Chiefs offense? Because the Chiefs have been putting up points at a ridiculous rate this offseason or this season. You know, I was really worried about the Chiefs offense in the first game against the Raiders uh, that played in Oakland earlier in the season. But the Raiders actually did a pretty decent job. You know, uh, Tyreek Hill wasn't able to get off, and I know he's a little bit banged up. He's got a messed up wheel right now. So, you know, he might not even be playing in the game. I think that the Raiders do a pretty good cha- uh, pretty good job defensively against the Chiefs. The only problem is that they only uh, they're, they're, they, they don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And if you don't get pressure on Patrick Mahomes, then you're going to be in trouble. Because, I mean, as you very well know, I don't have to tell you, Patrick Mahomes with time is dangerous. Patrick Mahomes without time is dangerous. But if you give him time, he's going to pick you apart. And so that's where I think ultimately the Raiders will lose is because Patrick Mahomes will have too much time to do his thing and find the open guy. The tight end has always been a, a, a bugaboo for the Raiders defensively. Travis Kelsey had a really big game against the Raiders in the first the first matchup earlier in the season, had over 400 yards. And again, don't know if he's going to be – or not, he didn't have over 400 yards. Patrick Mahomes did, but he had a hell of a game, over 100 yards receiving. Uh, I, I just think that, you know, if he's out there playing, uh, that's probably where the where he kills the Raiders. And, uh, again, not getting any pressure on the quarterback is, is ultimately going to be their downfall. How are you feeling about the Raiders' offense against this Chiefs defense? Because, obviously, this – Defense is not very good, uh, but your offense has struggled at times this season. Yeah, the offense has struggled. Uh, I, I still like what Jared Cook is doing. I think the uh, the tight end position has been a, a bright spot for the Raiders this season. Jared Cook is having a a, a career year. He's probably going to get paid really well in the offseason. I don't know if it's going to be by the Raiders, but he'll be paid by somebody just because he's having a hell of a year. Uh, uh, Jalen Rashard is having a big season out of the backfield catching passes. So I think there's a couple weapons there. And it's funny, man, ever since Amari Cooper has been gone, and I'm not trying to dog Amari at all because I think he's a hell of a wide receiver, but ever since he's been gone, Derek Carr has been able to spread the ball around the field and just get the ball to just whoever, Seth Roberts, you know, or or, or uh, Marcel Aitman, or, you know, just whoever whoever he finds open, but it's not like no pressure to try to feed one guy because he's wide receiver number one. It just seems like it's Jerry Cook, and then there's the the, the rest of the group. 
And, uh, you know, so the, the offense has actually been a little bit better since Amari Cooper has been gone. A lot of that I feel like is because Derek Carr is understanding the offense more. But another part of it is I think they're just going out there and playing ball because the expectations aren't very high. I mean, at this point you realize, hey, the season's a wash. All you're trying to do is feel good about yourself. You're trying to end the season with three, four, five wins, whatever you can do. And, I mean, it, it is what it is. Get to the offseason, get to free agency, get to the draft, try to rebuild this team. All right, Q, how do you think this game shakes out? Uh, ultimately, like I said earlier, man, I think that the Chiefs come away with the victory. They finished their 2018 regular season on a high note. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means, but I think that they come away with like the, you know, 28, 21, 28, 17 victory over the Raiders. Uh, they go into the, the playoffs and, you know, feeling good about themselves, but hey, you know, they still have Andy Reid and they still not proven that in, in the playoffs and, you know, they could go on that, that Super Bowl run. They got some warts on that team. So they definitely got to watch out for that in the, uh, in the playoffs, but I think that they get the job done on Sunday against the Raiders. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you very much, Q. You have a great New Year, and we will be back to talk to you more about this game tomorrow. And once again, just want to add that this is a special Christmas episode. We thank you for all of your support this entire year as well as this season, and we have better things coming for you in 2019. We will be covering this team in its entirety through the playoff run and beyond. Uh, Make sure you're here for draft season as well. I will be doing a ton of work with Rogue Analytics and all the athleticism matrices that we talked about last season. But this is a special day. I know you enjoy your family time. We're keeping this very short. This is a bonus episode, and we just want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you. We'll be back with more this week and obviously continuing towards the Raiders game on the 30th. Thank you for all of your time, and we will talk to you again. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube, Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com, and all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening.